Let's put a smile on that face. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back for another exciting episode of Extremely Geeked Out. And I got the full roster today, guys. I got Kyle and Ryan on the show, guys. Welcome back. It's been way too long. <laughs> Happy to be back. Thank you. Yep. I, I think Ryan couldn't have said it better. I'm glad to be back as well. So looking forward to talking about this with you. So actually with both of you. So yeah, glad to be here. For sure, for sure. Um, well, today, guys, we're going to be breaking down uh, Marvel Studios' Shang-Chi um, trailer that came out a couple of weeks ago, actually. And uh, we don't really have a whole lot of knowledge on this character. It doesn't have a really huge fan base, to my knowledge. But um, hearing that, you know, that they were making a movie, I was a little surprised about it. I thought maybe a TV series will suffice, but a movie... I wasn't so sure until I saw the trailer and I realize now that I want this as a movie. <laughs> Absolutely. And can, can I add to that? Um, so I knew this was announced, but I don't know if you guys have a uh, 2020 COVID brain like I do. But when this trailer dropped, it kind of came out of nowhere for me because all these dates have been shuffled so much that it was very much kind of surprising for me to see a trailer drop the morning it did. I don't, did you guys have that experience? Yes, I was just, you know, minding my own business and I saw the on my news feed on Facebook and I was like, oh, and it's all right. Six months, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what's interesting is our brains, you talk about COVID brain. You know, when I saw that date, I I'm so now accustomed to having a second question when I see a date is, I wonder if that date will really happen. And that's right. COVID brain. I mean, that's 2020 brain. Right. Is it going to, is it really going to stick? Yeah. Yes. I know exactly how you mean, because so many films that we were so excited about got moved, you know, not only once, but sometimes multiple times. I mean, the Black Widow movie, I think that date moved three yeah. official times now, but it is mm -hmm. good that, that we it seems like this is going to be a pretty firm date and that getting back into movie theaters is, is something I'm pretty excited to be doing. And we're on a good positive track as far as knock on wood and let's hope it continues. You know, we're up to, I think, 25 or 30 percent of this recording of adults in the U.S. are fully vaccinated. So maybe by September we'll be double or, you know, whatever percentage that so yeah i mean i'm excited yeah, i think this might be one of my first movies i end up getting to see in theaters um of 2021 um either that or it might be suicide squad not entirely sure um but i'm super excited about this um but yeah guys so what we're going to do of course like we mentioned in this earlier we don't have a whole lot of knowledge on it so we can't really break down on who necessarily who to care it is other than just giving the basics but we're gonna watch the trailer break it down tell you what we see about it and uh, what to expect in this movie all right so uh guys let's go ahead and uh sync up and uh watch this unfold
Alright. Ready. Go. So for starters, it comes very interesting, and I like that hand pushing, you know, hitting um, before they do the Marvel Studios. That's cool. And where did that get you? See, like as soon as like the beat drop, I was immediately like tuned into this. Right. Here, can we pause real quick? Yep. So going back right there, we saw you know something that, that one of the few things that I know about Shang-Chi, he was trained as a child to basically be the perfect killing machine. And that's yes. what we saw right there. Um, kind of the flashback from the previous scene where we had seen that indentation of the wood of him as a child um, being taught uh, pretty brutally uh, to um, attack and, and, and to harden his body and, and become a perfect killing machine. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm trying to, what I'm really curious about is where does this take place in the timeline of the MCU? Very good question. Yeah, because mentioning him saying this, I give you 10 years, you know, I wonder like where, like where in 10 years is this? 10 years ago, we were in phase one. I mean, that's like, that's not, that's not ancient history anymore. That's kind of weird to think about. That's a good point. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I'm really curious on as what part of ten years is that? Is that like phase two up to ten years? Because if you that Ooh. probably will be right there because you also have five years into Endgame, so that will that gives you that ten years span right there. Oh, right, because of the snap. Right. right. Yeah. Well, well here's another thing. You you know you you guys hit on something that's quite interesting because you said ten years ago. Where does it fall? Mm-hmm. And this isn't a spoiler because it happened 10 years ago, but remember the title of this, The Legend of the Ten Rings, and in the first Iron Man movie, we well, get a reference. You get the rest of the Ten Rings, yes. Yes, yes. indeed. So, interesting tie-in. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Do really want to continue here? Let's go for it. All right. I love the look of this movie. It looks just just gorgeous. All these shots. This reminds me of 300 right there. That scene where he's getting hit like that. that. Kind of does, yeah. Like the young Spartans. All right, so I'm going to uh, ask a very and if we can stop on his hand. Yeah, pause right here. All right. Yeah. So yeah. his father is Jackie Chan, right? No, it's actually. Uh, it's actually Tony Liu. Ah. Uh, he's who actually plays the character uh, Win Wu and the Mandarin. The real Mandarin, not the real Mandarin. Yes, yeah, not yeah, not, not yeah. Right. So, are we saying that his father is um, is going to be the Mandarin in in, in MCU in the MCU? Yes, this is going to be a departure from the traditional comics can but i think they did actually retcon that to be the case for him going forward now but traditionally that wasn't the case but in the mcu that is what they're going to be doing so about the history 
I read up on this right before we got started, and Ron, if you don't mind me touching on a bit of his history, I don't mind sharing. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So back in the early 70s, Marvel wanted to purchase the rights of the movie Kung Fu to do a comic on. Well, this was produced by Warner Brothers, excuse me, by Warner Brothers, who ultimately owned DC Comics, which they didn't want to do that. So instead, they licensed a character called Fu Manchu and used some of the characters from that comic from back in the 30s, 40s, 50s, whenever that, you know, it was, and created a previously unheard of son that was their own property, hence Shang-Chi. So that's mm. an interesting, and you're talking about the names of characters over the years, Marvel either lost or let go of the rights to that character. So a lot of these side characters to his backstory have been renamed over the years. Uh, I see. That's interesting. Now, I did catch that his father's name is not originally what it is now in the movies. Correct. Um, I knew that much, but everybody else I did not know. But uh, that is very interesting. Very interesting. So I want to ask you guys, if you don't mind, a quick question. I've got it paused on a scene where it's showing his hand, and there are rings on his arm, not on you know, not on his fingers, but like I don't want to call them bracelets. I'm not sure what they are, yeah. but they're lit yes. up in blue. What are those? This is another change. So, Ron, you want to take this, or you want me to go ahead? Um, well, I I will say that I noticed that in the beginning of the movie, he had those rings on his arm when you watch him holding uh, Shang Chi. As a young kid walking, I guess, like in the restaurant, I guess, and you see him do that little downward fist move into the table, he had the rings on his arm, and but they were closed into to each other. So, but if you, I guess it was like towards like the minute and two seconds of the trailer, you see that little side view of his of the rings again, but they're kind of separated, glowing and stuff. So. Um, that I did notice like they, he's had them for a while. So tra- traditionally the, the Mandarin in the comics, he was, he had 10 rings of power, but they were like rings on a finger, each right. of his fingers and they had different powers and they, they kind of redesigned it for the movies to be these, these five bracelets on each arm to, you know, to make 10 bracelets, obviously. And that, that's going to be some of the, the form of the power now and not, um, something you would actually wear on your hand. Yeah. You know, my I had like this really fun theory. This is before Infinity War came up. It really, like I'd say, it was right right about when Iron Man three was coming out. When I heard about the Mandarin being in the movie, and I thought, wouldn't it be fun to know that humans tried to make their own Infinity Gauntlet? Mm. And the Ten Rings and the Mandarin was the one that tried to create the. Ten ring, you know, create his own Infinity Gauntlet by making the Ten Rings, and well, that obviously never really came to fruition. But that would have been a rather interesting thing to happen, where it has some kind of tie into the Infinity Infinity Stones. 
and it would explain the level of power you're really dealing with where this this trailer really goes out of its way to show how powerful this object is on on level of something that should be you know the focus of a movie like the infinity gauntlet yes was. yes and i know this is another i'm thinking this is you're going to see some path like further into the past like ancient like long time ago i'm thinking they're making the mandarin happened eons ago and i want to say that tony lung is actually playing the mandarin back in the past and he's probably a direct descendant of the original mandarin like it's a passed down title right right because if you if you notice you see um when we in the trails he's the one with the white suit and of course you see him walking with long um young uh shang chi in that restaurant always with short hair but you see him right there you know just before at the you know that first minute you see him sitting down with long hair in that gown like you wondering when did like when did it happen so i'm assuming that's the man him as the mandarin but told in like in the past mm. interesting maybe maybe that's interesting yeah food for thought you know <laughs> all right let me kick back into this again that's not going to happen So now I'm wondering who the guy is that he's fighting, or the woman he's fighting, whoever he's fighting, with the white mask. Yeah. I know this isn't the correct answer, but it reminds me of an uh, a Daredevil villain from about five years ago that I don't think went anywhere else, but the, the design is very similar. Right. I love I love that move with the double hit and then the yes. double kick. That was, I think yeah, that, that was, was insane. Yeah, that was such like a excellent statement on the movie. And the runaway bus—that's just you know traditional yes. movies. <laughs> uh, we got to have a runaway team. something scene or a, f- a runaway. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. So. Of course, we we reached the climax of that, you know, the epic trailer there. Of course, having everything coming at you all at once. Um, of course, we see a couple of other side villains uh, of what who it was uh, Razor Fist, as I believe who it was. Yeah. Um, in the comic books, he has two um, blades instead of one, right? Um. If I'm aware, if I see if I seen the character design correctly, as I look at Wikipedia right now, the answer to your question is yes. I wasn't terribly familiar with Razor Fist. <laughs> well, yeah, me either. But I, I think yeah, yeah, he does have like two, yeah, two blades. But um, maybe he, this is he might get end up getting two at the end of the movie. Who knows? We'll see. Um, if they decide to keep him around, I did mention about um. Tony Loon's character being um, also Win Wu and the Mandarin, uh, seeing what looked like a big battle happening, um, it se- seemed like that was like in the past right there. So that more than likely, yeah, that's what it's going to be for him. Um, I noticed also the fight. Of course, uh, Ryan, you mentioned about the bus fight when he does a double back fist and the double kick. 
uh, to knock him out. And then uh, Aquafina's character, Katie, says, who are you? I'm wondering, like, of course, in the being in the trailer, he tells he tells uh, you hear what is Tony Liu's character, um, Win Wu, saying that you know, um, I let you live your life for you know for ten years, and you know this is what has that given you. I wonder if his friends or people he has come to know in his life knew about his past. I don't think so. I, yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think that. He's really told anything about that. I mean, honestly, how do you how does that even strike up in a conversation anyways? Oh, hey, you know, I used to be a assassin and I was like 12 years old, you know, <laughs> um, but then yeah, I ran but, away. Yeah. But then I ran away, <laughs> you know, but I'm cool now in San Francisco. <laughs> but now everything's chill. Everything's cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, that. Uh, I'm wondering, is that the moment where she, they realize he's not who he is saying he is? Or that could be just a, a, a incident where, you know, Razor Fist shows up on a bus and then she sees him and she's like, who are you? You know, like, like, obviously, like, what's going on? Guy with the one sword for a hand. Like, what's up with that? Um, yeah, but this... Uh, Dude, this trailer was not what uh, what I was expecting for. Wasn't thinking they were going to drop something out of the blue like that. But I'm glad Marvel did um, to get us geared up for towards the end of the season. We haven't even gotten to see a trailer for um, Spider-Man Mm-mm. yet. No. Or I get, um, and there's also Eternals is coming out in November. Yeah. And yeah, I, I'm, I just pulled it up just because I was curious. And we have four movies coming out this year. I didn't realize until right now that Spider-Man was coming out this year. Holy cow. Oh, really? I didn't know Spider-Man. December. Yeah. So we've got Black Widow, July 9th. Mm-hmm. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings on September 3rd. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Eternals, which we have not seen anything from yet, um, November 5th. And Spider-Man No yeah. Way Home, December 17th. That is huge. Like so, and then five in twenty twenty two. Marvel is not holding any punches right now with their movies. Well, because they held all literally everything in their pocket last year, <laughs> right? So my question to you guys is something that I am confused about, and maybe confused is not the right word. Maybe my word is speculative about where does this movie fit in the bigger tapestry that is the MCU. I'm not sure. To me, there aren't very many natural ties to the MCU, and I find that intriguing. Mm. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how they are going to tie it into the bigger tapestry, because the answer I have for you is, I don't know. Usually we go into these movies and we kind of see, okay, this is how this is going to fit into this, I, this is how this is going to fit into this. This is kind of a completely separate deal, kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy was originally, and I think that's really exciting. Yeah, you know... Marvel Marvel has made, you know, their soup like their space stuff all about space and has no ties with our with the earth at all, which is great with them dealing with the Guardians of the Galaxy. And of course you have the big guns like the Avengers and Iron Man, all of them where they're saving doing global, you know, saving stuff. And we haven't really only Spider Man has been the only um feature film that's like street level. In a sense, um, it seems I want to say that that's where Shang Chi is aiming for a little bit, or at least 
at least sticking to the, I guess, part of the Chinese mythos of their, you know, of their um, myths and legends. That could be his area, and also like, but it also be part of you know street level stuff as well. You know, it's exciting. You oh, sorry. no, go ahead. I was just gonna say I, I love the street level heroes, and you're right. We really haven't seen a lot of those uh, movies been made recently. They were kind of relegated to TV with the Defenders show. Right. So I am excited to see that aspect. But go on, Kyle. No, I was going in the same brain wave that you were taking, which is I would love a cameo by. Um, Iron Fist in this, or at or least Dare. a mention, uh, Ooh, you know, of them. Yeah. But, oh my gosh! If Daredevil showed up, I, I would lose lose it. That would be, but 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 that would just be so cool, you know, um, to bring those into Marvel U or MCU proper. But to kind of go back to where does he fit when Iron? I mean, excuse me, when Ant Man came out. It was like, oh, wow, Ant-Man. How are they going to fit in Ant-Man other than he was original? Oh, no, it's not, uh, you know, Hank Pym. How are they going to fit this in? But yet in Infinity War and Endgame, he fit in perfectly. And same thing for Guardians of the Galaxy. They're off in space, but I can't imagine Infinity War and Endgame without those characters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, you know what? Thank you for reminding about Ant-Man because I forgot he's Technically, or at least Scott Lang's version of Ant Man has been street level stuff too. True. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I'm really excited to see what they're going to do. I really hope that this movie puts um, Shang Chi in on the map and builds like a a better fan base that I'm sure this this character deserves. Um, we've seen it happen with Iron Man. Iron Man was not everybody's favorite superhero until the movie came out and then everybody loves iron man you know um black panther nobody really knew about black panther until they put about the movie you know so marvel has not failed yet to bring up a character that in their comic books aren't really the you know a list or whatever or b list you know, characters, they put them out and they have really flourished in the film and actually gained more attention in the comic books. Absolutely. And if you look at it from a strategic point, whereas Marvel is looking at the ethnic cultural spectrum that is the melting pot of people who are watching the MCU, you have not represented a certain base or subset of that ethnic melting pot. This gives us that. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I definitely agree on that one. Um, yeah, I'm I'm so 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 excited about this movie. Um, they don't even Marvel doesn't even really have to make another trailer. They can just just run with that one for the time being. <laughs> you don't have to give me nothing else. Like I'm good. I'm ready to watch this. Like. Like go for it. If you gotta change the date, I just hope it's a whole lot sooner than August. <laughs> but you, but you know, isn't that something that is a good thing to be said about the people behind Marvel films? You know, this is Kevin Feige and whoever else we want to say from the Disney Plus series to the big screen. For us to be able to sit here and say, "Don't give me another uh, 
trailer. I don't really care. I'm going to see this because it's an MCU movie. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. I trust that it's going to be good. Yeah, I, I have... I got good hopes for this movie. For someone that actually has no expectations and not knowing what to expect in this movie and still have good vibes for it, I'd say that's, they're, in, they're in good standings right now with this movie. So I'm going to make a prediction. Mm. And my prediction is I'm going to expect to see some tie-in to the characters that we saw, whether it's Mardru, whatever his name is, or uh, Wong or somebody, but you're going to see peripherals, I think, of Doctor Strange's mythos tied into this to help tie this into the MCU. I like it. That's a good prediction. I like that prediction. Yeah, I do. My only question is, is that what is the narrative of the phase four? Really, um, you can normally sometimes you can tell what they're going what they're going for from each phase of their movies. This particular phase, you really don't know what they're really what they're really up to. Everything's been postponed. We should we should have a MCU movie under the belt already, or you yeah. know, a Phase Four movie with Black Widow that should have been you know out last year. Plus, we should be further into these shows and everything. But you're right, we haven't really been able to establish what the direction is they're going because everything's been put on hold. Yeah. Yeah. So here's here's what I think it is. I think this part of the phase four is world building. I don't think there is a as in we're building toward infinity war or we're building toward blah 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 blah. I'm thinking that you had a bookend with Endgame. And now we're back to 2008, where when we're seeing Thor, Captain America, the first Avenger, you know, in the years past 2008, you had Iron Man. That was world building time. We're back into world building time. That's what Mm -hmm. I think we're seeing now. If that's the case, then I'm fine with that. Just continue to build the world. Don't rush to think, trying to basically... If they're not focusing on trying to repeat history, then they are on the right track. I don't think it, it would be the best thing to say, how do we outdo Infinity War in Endgame in our next few movies? You know, uh, that's that right. book. Yeah, you know, it, that book, not the chapter, but that book is finished. It's done. It's now to work on book two and see what you can do with that. It's basically just starting over again and just see where it leads you. Like how they how they did Iron Man and then cultivated into the first Avengers, just let that be that same format. And I think that's what they're I think maybe that's what they're doing. Well, to make what you said a, a fact, you know, I won't call them by name, but in the Falcon and Winter Soldier and in one division we see three members on screen of the young avengers in those two series alone so if we're looking five years down the right road three years down the road there may be a tv series there may be a movie but i fully expect a young avengers with these actors at some point oh absolutely yeah i i do see that in in the for in the force for feasible seat of future um a young avengers whether it be a tv series or a movie 
I do expect that happening soon. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yeah. Well, that's it. That's all I got right there, man. I'm all geeked out on this um, this episode, man, on this trailer. Which, guys, um, go get ready. Give yourself up for this for Marvel Studios. Shang-Chi in theaters September 3rd, uh, September 3rd, 2021. It's going to be fun. And I don't are they doing it on Disney Plus too, or is this going to be exclusively in theaters? I don't know. I just know it said the third. Hmm. I'm thinking it's only theaters, but either way, man, I, I'm all for it. Here, here. Mm-hmm. It just but, says uh, it's set to be released. It doesn't. It does not have the uh, specifics online yet. Okay. Okay. But either way, I'm. I'm waiting on it. I'm ready for it. But uh, guys, it has been fun having you on here, guys, and talking about this movie. Kyle, um, if uh, our audience wants to reach out to you, man, how can they find you, man? Well, if anyone listening is a fan of Doctor Who, you can find me along with my co-host Clarence Brown and Lee Shackelford every week just about on Discussing Who, and you can find that at DiscussingWho.com. Yeah. Hey, man, Ryan, uh, what about you, man? What's going on with you? Anything new? Um, you can follow me at Comfo Classics, which I check from time to time. I'm not very active on there anymore. But, um, yeah, that's the best way to get in touch with me if you need to. All right. And, uh, of course, guys, you can find me on Instagram here. Uh, and also, check out on the latest um, episodes on uh, Discussing Network, where you just heard from uh, Kyle. You can listen to uh, Discussing Trek discussing who as well and um we also had a couple of new members jumped on uh kyle uh, uh you mind bring into them as well yes absolutely we have the uh fandom jeremy with the fandom squad podcast he is located out of georgia and a long time semi-regular guest host i'll call her um Nicole will be joining us, or has joined us. She's brought over her Terminus podcast, which is another Doctor Who podcast, to Discussing Network. So, yes, thanks for mentioning that. And, yes, we're glad to have them as part of the team. For sure. Yes, indeed. Yes. More the merrier, man. But, uh, guys, that's it. That's all we have for you guys. And always... You reached this point that means that you love this episode and we love you for doing that and uh, just all we ask for you is to hit that like button subscribe so you can catch up on the latest episodes and uh, yeah that's it catch you guys next time peace